Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. In this episode, I want to chat about writing and vulnerability. Anytime that we create content, we are uncovering a piece of ourselves. We are sharing something of ourselves through that creative process. And so when we then share that creative work with the world, we are essentially allowing other people to have a peek into our psyche and innermost thoughts. This is especially true for writing fiction. That's not to say that we agree with everything our characters say or do, for example, because let's remember that our characters are their own people with their own individual wants and needs separate from the author. But even so, Everything that we write contains some element of ourselves by the very nature of the creative process. And that can be a very vulnerable thing. The difference between writing fiction and writing nonfiction also gets interesting because when we are writing nonfiction, we are telling it like it is through our perspective. We are creating through our own lens, but it is grounded in reality. Fiction, on the other hand, shares a much deeper part of ourselves because it is rooted in the imagination. I find the vulnerability in writing novels to be really fascinating because of that difference. And not only is there that aspect of writing characters and a storyline in fiction that differs from nonfiction, but also the writing style itself is so different. And when you aren't used to writing in a particular style, that also means that the writing quality will be drastically different from your usual style. I was thinking about this a couple of months ago, about how in some ways my author journey feels very similar to way back when I was just starting out with blogging, um, back when I first started my first health blog in 2008. And it also kind of reminds me of when I got my first communications job after graduating from university in 2010. There's that same sort of feeling of vulnerability, of newness, of so much to learn. Basically, there is just a lot of newness, a big learning curve, any time that we start something that we haven't really explored before. There's a lot of vulnerability. At the end of the day, I think we can all agree that any type of creation or trying something new has the potential to be an act of vulnerability. Is that a bad thing? Not at all. In fact, now that it is the new year and you might be thinking about goals that you want to accomplish or resolutions that you want to stick to, this is a great time to embrace vulnerability as a content creator. I want you to, I want to encourage you to commit to the vulnerability. If you are listening to this right now and you're thinking to yourself, no thank you, I have zero interest in being vulnerable, then let's take a pause and really sit with why vulnerability is so important. So let's do a little exercise together. Think back to the last three or four times that you were vulnerable in your life or in your work. For example, perhaps that vulnerability involved telling someone that you love them or telling someone that you felt hurt by something that they did. Or perhaps that vulnerability involved you admitting something to yourself that you were trying to avoid. Or perhaps your vulnerable act included asking for a raise at work 
or quitting your day job, or speaking up when you saw an injustice. Or, since we are focused on the writing life here on this Indie Author Weekly podcast, perhaps your vulnerable act was to get a beta tester to read your manuscript for the first time, or maybe it involved publishing your first book. Whatever it was, let's reflect on our recent vulnerable acts. What did it entail? In what ways were you vulnerable? And what was the result, the outcome of that vulnerability? Just take a moment and think about that. I'm willing to bet that one of two things came out of the act of being vulnerable. Either it was well-received and you were, in essence, rewarded for it, or it didn't have the outcome that you hoped for, but you still learned from the experience, grew from it, and or were able to move on and let go of something that you had been previously clinging to or using as a crutch. In other words, we can always benefit from an act of vulnerability. But let's be real, vulnerability is not easy at all. And there are so many areas that I myself am frankly not willing at this point to be vulnerable in. So if you are struggling with opening yourself up to vulnerability and sitting with it and acting on it, then trust me, you are so not alone. We don't have to jump right in and be vulnerable with everything. Instead, the trick when it comes to vulnerability, and you know, really with most things in life or in business, is to be strategic about it. Vulnerability is a process. It provides us with ample opportunity to improve on our creative work and grow by leaps and bounds. But because it gives us that space in which to do so, it also requires a lot of intentionality and time and energy. If we dive right in and try to be vulnerable in everything with our writing, for example, then we likely won't be making room for the benefits of it, and instead we will just get overwhelmed by all of it. So, while I encourage you to be vulnerable with your writing and creative processes in 2020, and moving on beyond this year, I highly recommend that you not try to rush through the process. Instead, take it one step at a time so that you can really reap the full benefits of it. So if you're wondering what this could theoretically look like and how it can help you as an author, here are a few examples of embracing vulnerability. Again, you could pick one of these or a couple of them to start with and then build on them from there. So here are a few examples. Number one, exploring a writing style or a genre that appeals to you, which up until now, maybe you thought was beyond your ability. Number two, writing about a topic that is near and dear to your heart or something that has a political or potentially controversial angle to it. Number three, handing your work off to a beta reader so that they can give you feedback on it. Number four, sending advanced reader copies to book bloggers for them to read and review. Number five, giving yourself a limit to the amount of rewrites and edits that you can do to a book, and then finally, self-publishing it. Number six, telling your friends and family that you have written and published a book. Sometimes telling people closest to us that we have done this is a huge act of vulnerability. 
Number seven, sharing snippets or quotes from your published book or your current work in progress on social media. Number eight, reaching out to an agent so that you can begin the process of finding a traditional publishing company. And number nine, joining a writer's workshop or a community of other authors to critique each other's work. The truth is, we can't improve something that doesn't exist. We can't rewrite and edit content that we haven't written yet. (laughs) Creating content is an act of vulnerability. And I feel very strongly that it's important to, to stretch those muscles and get comfortable with that discomfort because that is how we grow. And it creates the space for future projects to be better because we are going through those growing pains right now. This also means that we have to, dis- to sit with the discomfort of being pretty bad at something when we first start with it. Anytime we begin something, we aren't going to be good at it right away. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes dedication. It takes commitment to the craft. It takes a willingness to continue to expose ourselves, to continue to embrace vulnerability and explore what really matters to us and what we're passionate about so that we share our messages and our voice with the world. We need to be willing to be bad at something in order to be mediocre at it. We need to be willing to be mediocre at something to be decent at it. We need to be willing to be decent at something to be good at it. And we need to be willing to be good at something to be great at it. In other words, we will never be great unless we are first bad at pretty much anything. If you want to be great, or good, or decent, or even mediocre at anything, including writing a book, then first, you have to be okay with being bad at it. You don't have to share that particular work, that, that, you know, quote unquote bad work with someone else or publish it, but you do have to create it. And at some point, if you want that work to go anywhere, or if you want your author career to actually begin, for example, then you will have to, at some point, share your work with someone else or publish it. You might be thinking, okay, but how do I know if I'm ready to share my work with someone else or publish it? Well, you don't. You never really know. Not really. You just have to be willing to take that leap and be vulnerable at some point. So why not now? Because honestly, what even is good or bad? It's all subjective. I can look at the same piece of writing that I did one day and think that it's a pretty funny scene, and then two days later, I can look at that exact same piece of writing and I am just cringing. That's creative growth, and I kind of love it because what that tells me is that I'm able to appreciate my own work, and we all should appreciate our own work, while also recognizing the areas for improvement, which is equally important. So I just want to leave you with that sort of thought today, that vulnerability really, really matters, and it's okay to be bad at something in the beginning. It's okay to embrace vulnerability, and we can be and do so much when we do that. All right, I think that wraps up pretty much everything I wanted to say on this topic of writing and vulnerability for today. I hope that this helps you. 
If you have been waiting to share your work or publish your book, consider this your encouragement to take a leap, to embrace vulnerability, and just see what kind of magic comes out of it and all the way that you grow and learn as a result. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Is embracing vulnerability something that you struggle with? What are you doing this week to step into that vulnerability as an author? Feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. So hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.